Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. Don't second guess me, you idiot. <laughs> I Lord Atlantic. Shut <laughs> your whore. I know mouth. that I can say there's like a few words. You shut All up I have now. To say is just a couple different phrases. No, you know what? I'm fine. We'll, we can play this game. Frank Thomas. We'll just, we'll just, <laughs> I own that. We'll just I play this it. game. We'll go, I knew we'll it. We'll go tit for smaller tit. Huh? Okay. Tat is what you're thinking of. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f- did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Rothman and Ice were out and about today. A lot of people asked me where I was going to be today, and we don't go anywhere. We stay no, right know. here. I know. We are here. We are uh, right down, right by all the action, though. I mean, it's not like our studios are located out in Timbuktu. We're right next to well, where no, all the stuff's not, happening. But we're not where the stuff is happening. No, we are. We're That's in, by design. No, we're, I'm saying we're in our studios. If you needed to right now, you're like, Bone, I got to get an interview with Tom Izzo. Oh, yeah. I, I need just, an interview with him right away. I, I can I can leave here. I'd be over at the arena in five minutes. Go. Go now. No, please. Let, can I go now go. and pick up my pass? I yeah. got to pick up my pass. It'll take a while to get my pass. I didn't do that See yet. you Monday. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got lost on the way. Oh, yeah. You know that. I'm just saying I'm right here. I'm right next to all the action, but we're not actually in the action. There's nobody here today. Right. Nobody. I know. It's me, you, Triple H, who's producing today, and Paul Keels is running around naked. That's it. That's Yeah, it's been quite the sight, I got to tell you. TV people are gone. They're all out covering stuff. All the radio staff that we normally have, they're half drunk someplace mm-hmm. right now, oh, not sure. here. Yeah. Uh, Marco, who uh, sort of runs the ship here. Took off for the listening party at around twelve thirty, sure, one o'clock, and yeah. uh, he said, uh, "I'll be back after their show." I bet you a million dollars he doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Ba- I'm not betting. I'm not dollars. betting anything. By the way, I encourage it. Go. What are we doing? No, it's, that's fine. You, it's three o'clock in the afternoon you on can a Friday leave, with the tournament. But don't tell me that you're coming back because I know you're lying. By the way, I have. I have a. I. I believe firmly that. When St. Paddy's Day and an NCAA tournament day coincide on the same day, that should not just be one national holiday. That should be two national holidays. Everybody should have the opportunity. You could pick whichever one you're celebrating. If you're celebrating St. Paddy's Day, let you live. If you're celebrating NCAA tourney madness, let you live. You should be able to pick whichever one, pick, and then decide from your boss, hey, I can't come in today. I'm doing one of these. That's what you should do. Uh, we play this twice a year. We play it once on Columbus Day 
which makes the most sense. But we also play it on St. Patrick's Day because, you know, Les Miles wants to let you know that Columbus Day is not St. Patrick's Day. Good afternoon. Just want to remind everybody that it's Columbus Day, that uh, all those of you that know Italians and like Italians are the people that might venture onto a ship and travel to explore and find new lands. Uh, this is your day. So uh, um, it's not St. Patty's Day. So that's a different day entirely. No, that is today. Today is not today a different day is entirely. A different day. Boy, what a week we've had, huh? We started it off with Pi Day, three fourteen. Mm-hmm. That was good. Then yesterday we had Austin three sixteen, which was a huge day around here. I mean, just and of course yesterday was also the start of the NCAA tournament. That was pretty cool. Today is St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Tomorrow is Bone Runs Four Miles and Pukes Day. That's happening. Are you doing another one? I'm running, uh, yeah, Crooked Shalala out at uh, Crooked Cannon Hilliard. (laughs) That's what it's called. (laughs) Shalala? I don't know how you call it. Shalala? Shalala? I'm sorry. Yeah, my (laughs) Shalala. Whatever. How do you say it? I'm doing that. Heading out to. I went and picked up my packet. Which is always fun. Yesterday I went out, I go to the running place and I pick up my, because uh, you get a packet when you're in one of these 5Ks or 10Ks, they give you like a shirt and uh, the little thing you wear, the bib. Nibble, bib. nipple pasties. They get <laughs> nipple pasties, yes. And so of course I weigh 280 pounds. I still walk in there and people are like, look at this fat ass just lost. What is he doing? And then I walk in and I'm like, hi, I'd like to pick up my package. And they're like, for who? And it's like, well, no, for me. They don't know where you've been, though. No, I know. They don't. Well, so no, you, and, and, look, listen here. I used to be much fatter. I want to be clear. The people working the tables that gives you this stuff, they're always nice. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm saying all the people who are around, who are just like casuals, maybe they're also runners who are looking, but they're like runners who are in shape. And so they look at me and they're like, oh, this guy. Shouldn't they be encouraging? What's going on? Well, I don't know what they're... They I'm, shouldn't be judging you. They should be saying, hey, look at this guy. Let's go. Inspire people. <laughs> In fairness, this is all my internal monologue. I have no idea if this is actually happening. I just assume people are looking at me and going, mm, who's he picking it up for? Not him. And the answer is no, for him. He's picking it up for him. He's going to go run. And probably puke. But he's going to run. I'm proud of you. No, you're not. Why can't I just say it without you saying, no, I'm not? Every single time I say, I'm proud of you for losing weight. I'm proud of you for doing your running. You. Well, what does that mean? Because you said, you said you're never happy when someone else no, is doing that's something. that's my own problems. Okay. So but really, I just, I'm proud of you, though. You're proud of me, but I've you're not. I've got to push all my okay. demons down. Let me push. All right. Push them down. Do you want to come run with me? And no, keep I don't them? want to run with you. I, I tried to do a push-up last night. I almost went to the hospital. I don't know if you know this. That's why a lot of people run. We're not running towards things. We're running away from our problems. That's what's happening out there. Just a little FYI from me to you. The six-year-old said, Daddy, do you know how to do a push-up? And I said, of course your dad oh, well, knows this how is, to do a push-up. You've already shown her that you can dust her in a race. Of course. Yeah. So, so I she got thinks down you're a super a push- I did one push-up and I almost died. I almost tore my rotator cuff again. I don't know if I can do, t- I, I don't know if I can do 10 push-ups right now, to be honest with you. Let's go. You want me to see? Yep. All right. Go. This is what our show does. We're not out at tournament sites watching games. We're doing push-ups for nobody. All right. T-Bone's down on the carpet as I like it. One, two, three. Don't die. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Up. Good job. Now, you didn't do full breasticles to the floor. 
my stomach. Okay. My stomach gets in the way. All right. Good cool. job. Can you do the rest of the segment? No. I'm dead. Excuse me. Triple H is in Pardon shape. Me. How many push-ups can you do? Triple H. I could probably do 20 right now. I don't want to do it right now. Triple H played college football. I just want to point that out. Stood on the sideline. Is Otterbein a college? Is Otterbein have a university? Is you have to be on the field to play, though, Bone. Okay. Were you on the team? He was was on on the the team. team, All right. Had a number. See? Not Matt Durazio's number, though. That's retired. (laughs) (laughs) The the Otterbein legend. Yeah. The uh, Columbus Destroyers legend, right? Yes. Yeah. Spielman ripped his head off. Oh, what was that for? I oh, forget. That was uh, at the end of the of the game or something. This was the one year that Chris Spielman coached the Columbus Destroyers. Yes, and I was still doing the show with Spielman at the time, and I, I was miserable. That was the worst year of my life because oh. it was the worst year <laughs> of his life. Yeah, and, and then, then he just... was prickly all the time. Yeah, I can understand that. And so I think it was an end of game situation where they're driving down the field, they're trying to win the game. The clock is, you know. Clock, clocking down clock. or ticking down. <laughs> it's, a and, ma- it's a massive clock. It's hard to miss that clock. You know, you either have to call a play right away or spike the ball or the game's over. Right. And destroyers lose. Yeah. And so Durazio's sort of looking to see what to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, I guess, get the answer in enough time for him. So he runs a play. Oh. Play doesn't work. They lose. Oh, boy. Spielman wanted him to clock it. Mm-hmm. And then you know what happened. Yeah, then he yelled at Durazio, I'm guessing. Yes. Nicotine gum just flying out of his mouth. <laughs> well, good for him for trying to quit the nicotine, right? By the way, he's tried for 20 years to, <laughs> to quit it. Can you explain to me what's happening? In- <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing this now? He's watching TV and commenting okay. like the show before listen, us? Listen, I'm not... I'm not going to comment on everything you see on TV today, but Go I will ahead, say, comment on that one. There, there's a commercial that's been running the last couple of days for the beef jerky, the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch beef jerky. And all I got, all I know is every time I look up now, there is a Sasquatch hosing down a urinal, and it's pixelated. But the I can tell. Sasquatch face too. It's <laughs> such so, relief. So if you are listening to the show oh. today. If you by chance hear a song like guys, you know, I'll tell you what, Flor Jackson, dude. <laughs> we just start like losing our minds laughing. That's why. It's because we look up on the screen and there's a a man in a Sasquatch uniform spraying whatever all over a that's urinal. A, that's a real Sasquatch. I'm sorry, you're right. A real we finally found him and made him do beef jerky ads, Sasquatch. It is tournament day two. That guy, Timmy Hall, took the day off. So yeah, he, I know he, he should. He is at the games today in Columbus right now. He is witnessing the batter, batter, dude, batter, the, the batter. battle of cheddar. Well, it is Vermont against it's, Marquette. It's just starting up, right? Because yeah, we just they started. Okay, well, we just finished with uh, what do you call it? Sparty in uh, USC, right? Yeah. Final from that one. Michigan State moves on seventy-two sixty-two over USC. The other final that we have. Xavier, the three seed, beat Kennesaw State 72-67. I thought Xavier was going down in this game. They were down by about 15. Yeah. They made a big run in the second half to win this game. But, man, I thought Xavier was out. Yeah, I did too. And I was uh, already preparing myself to lose that bet. I had a few parlays that were resting on a Xavier win. We had a salesperson here used to work here, Lisa Shackman, who was... 
I presume at this game, I don't know, because Lisa is such, she's a Xavier season ticket holder, and her and her husband would travel all over the place to watch this team. at at that game. She's dead. (laughs) Right. Of course she's at that game. I assume she's at that game. And so all I could think about was Lisa is going to have a coronary if she doesn't, if they don't pull this out. I felt so bad thinking about her and all the other Xavier fans. I don't really care about the rest of the Xavier fans, but I do like Lisa. And so I was rooting for Lisa to get it done and Xavier to get it done for Lisa. And they did. And so I'm happy about that. And I also bet money on them. So I'm also happy about that. Good for you. Games in progress. Number three, Baylor up 66-54 over UC Santa Barbara. Fifth seed, St. Mary's having a problem with VCU. They are down by one, 30-29. That second half just started. Mm. The Battle of Cheddar over at Nationwide. Number 15, Vermont against number two, Marquette. Marquette is up 23-18. to I believe Purdue is playing over uh, at Nationwide later. Yeah, that's later tonight. Purdue Against plays... Fairly Dickinson. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Uh, they. If I'm not mistaken, Fairly Dickinson, height-wise... One of the, if not the smallest team and you know who in all going of college up basketball. I know. They're going up against the g- giant human that is Zach Eady. Yes. Coming off the Purdue factory line of dudes who are larger than your fridge. I'm telling you, that's where Matt Painter goes in the offseason. Right. He goes into the woods, he finds a Sasquatch, <laughs> shaves him down, teaches him how to play basketball. Don't worry, they won't call three seconds <laughs> on you. <laughs> I will say it's quite impressive that you can learn to play basketball that quickly. If, if you're just, that tall. Just one off season. But you're right. If you're that tall, you can you can learn quickly, I would say. A perfect NCAA tournament bracket is impossible. I will prove it to you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You'll find an accident blocking the right shoulder of 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. Please be careful in that area. And a crash on East Livingston Avenue at Courtright Road. Caution advised there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Churches. There are so many reasons to get hooked on Churches' 8 piece shrimp meal. It's dippable, crunchable, and downright irresistible. And it starts at $5.99. You only catch, it's only here for a limited time. Churches Texas Chicken, welcome to the great state of flavor. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Tournament Day. Let me ask you a question. Yes. This is not your preference, all right? Not your personal preference. But who do you think is the most famous Irish person alive today? I'm going to give you some names. I mean, I was going to just initially Conor McGregor came to mind. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw him in here. Okay. Soak this in. Conor McGregor. Yeah. Bono. Right. Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. Colin sure. Farrell. Okay. Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Enya. Oh. I didn't know Enya was Irish. Oh, she's super Irish. <laughs> okay. Is that a superhero I mean, title? There are other, there's work? other actors and stuff. I mean, Michael I just, Gambon and stuff, but I think I I I have the most famous there. So if okay. you had to pick from those names, not who your personal favorite. No, is. no. Well, he's. I mean, Conor McGregor is not my personal favorite at all. But I guess it's probably between him and Bono, right? Just because Bono has been banging for so long, he's as you banging. like to say. Yeah, I mean, he's been. Now his son is banging. Oh, is he? Son's got a band. What's the band's name? Inhaler. Oh, I was hoping you'd. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe you'd say U three. 
Because no. you won was obviously Bono's dad started that band. And Absolutely. You two came along. Yeah. And now we're on U3. You won. That has nothing to do with airplanes. Don't buy any of the hype on that. I actually no. read, uh, I read Bono's book. Oh. Just came out recently. Does and it just have one? I'm surprised a guy like him hasn't written like a bunch of different versions of a this memoir. This is the only one that okay. I'm aware of. That's, well, that's fine. But, you know, I, I like the audiobooks. Yes. This audiobook is unlike anything that I've ever listened to before because it's produced like a movie. Oh, really? So, I mean, he's doing it, but like if he's talking about a clock, you'll hear a little ticking in the background. If he's talking about his father listening to opera, you'll hear opera music. Yeah. If he's talking about a song or uh, the school day ends, then the school bell rings. I mean, it's it's put together That's like a little movie. Yeah, right. Uh, it's very interesting. I think they should do that more, by the way. Like audiobooks, go all out with the production value. Well, they I think did that's on awesome. this one. I don't know if that was his direction or if you know whoever was in charge. Some of these audiobooks, and I'm talking big time books. Yeah, there are errors in it. I know. Or there I've... are flubs and mess ups, and two paragraphs are there. And I, I once heard a narrator say, "Let me try that again." Oh gosh! In the audiobook, no <laughs> one's listening to this before they bring it out to the public. Man, that's I. Yeah, I think. It must be, I can't imagine editing all that stuff. It must take forever to put those together, but there's probably a lot of pressure to get it done. I just would think you would try to do it right. So it's good they did that one right for Bono. But he was telling the story about uh, his childhood yeah, and how his, his grandfather was married to his grandmother for 50 years. They had an anniversary party. So they had this big anniversary party. The entire family was there. Grandpa's having a good time, drinking, dancing, you know, canoodling with the family having a good time as you do sure at the party drops dead grandpa <sighs> drops dead at the party so oh, then man. three days later they're at the funeral for grandpa mm -hmm. at the gravesite. bono's mom passes out oh boy so they pick her up and load her into the hospital yeah. for, and everybody's like well she just fainted it's her father's funeral oh. She fainted. Brain aneurysm, dead. No. Mom died no. at the gravesite no. for her father. Why? Well, I guess that's how you get tortured artists, right? But I'm I mean, just saying, this is how people live. Like, yeah. I'll, get, I'll be that person where it's like in the same day, I'll stub my toe and get a paper cut. And then for the rest of the world, it's, why do you hate me, God? <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> right. This life sucks. And then uh -huh. you hear the stories of other people's woe, and you're yeah. like, oh my God, mother drops dead at her father's funeral at the gravesite as her 14-year-old son looks on. I got what you're saying. That's the worst thing that happens to you is you get a paper cut and a stubbed toe. That's, that's right. That's pretty good. My father's a wise <laughs> man. By the way, on the audiobook thing, I had a weird experience with uh, a, a composer, Russian composer, Shostakovich. Dmitry Shostakovich. Interesting story, that dude. But the book is called Symphony for the City of the Dead. He wrote a symphony while Leningrad, St. Petersburg, was under siege by the Nazis. Because, of course, you might remember World War II, even though Stalin was a horrible dictator in his own right, he and Hitler, he thought, were partners. And then Hitler was like, actually, no, going after you two. And well, then the Russians defeated you know, then yeah, eventually it was self-preservation eventually. But they at first, I mean, Stalin believed him and Hitler were buddies, even though all of his generals were like, I don't think so. I think this guy hates your guts. And right. he's like, nah, no one could hate me. I'm awesome. I'm Stalin. Anyway, so that led to them not evacuating people from this city where clearly the Nazis were coming. And Shostakovich was in this city. That's where he worked. And so 
he was still there when the occupation took place and the whole city was surrounded and they tried to starve these people out. It's a very horrible story. But it talks about how he wrote one of his most brilliant pieces of music during this time where they had no electricity and middle of winter and people literally cannibalism was happening in the city. That's how awful it got in that city. Not the good kind either. <laughs> the one that I want to partake in. This is necessary op- cannibalism. Optional cannibalism. Right. Like you die, I just want to try it. You donate your body not to science but to chefs. I want to have a little tapas right. cannibalism where you have little bites of people. Right. But the people have to be down with that and say, when I go, I yes, want people to eat absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. In this book, they would. It's a book about a composer. And, you know, I don't know if you listen to this show. I don't exactly listen to a lot of symphonies. If that hasn't come through in my stupidity on a day to day basis, I'm not the most elevated music listener. What? There's not stupid people who listen to st- symphonies? Well, you know, I mean, there's plenty of stupid people. There's a lot of complexity to symphonies. And so I'm trying to broaden my horizon. So I'm reading this book. And then they, you know, eventually there would be just brief moments. You'd go two hours in this book, nothing, just a guy reading the book. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, and then Shostakovich, when he composed this, you could hear there were little flurries of, of iconic trumpeting and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden behind him, you hear like, and you're like, oh, are we going to hear this? And then it would be like, and that's all of that. And it would be like two seconds. And it was like, could you not get the rights to this? You're right. The book is about this guy. You couldn't get the rights to one of these symphonies that's been around for 80 years? Give me 30 seconds. Come on. That's right. I was so mad. Uh, sports are weird. Here's proof. The Florida Panthers became the sixth team in NHL history to score seven first-period goals last night in a 9-5 victory over the Canadians. Mm. Was the Al Montoya back in goal for them? I don't think so. Yeah, I was Bob in goal though, for, for Florida. Yeah. The team tied an NHL record by combining for 10 goals in the opening period. It was the, also the fastest first 10 goals in an NHL game, with Florida getting the 10th goal at 13-18 in the first period. Wow. The Panthers are the first NHL team to score seven goals in the first period since the Hartford Whalers, who Chops thinks was a Canadian team, October 19th, <laughs> 1985. What was the context of that? Why did he think that? I forget. I don't know. He thought Hartford was in Canada. Oh, did he just? Oh, was was he thinking it was another team that moved down there? Maybe he has to know Hartford's. No, he thought Hartford was. Oh, well, that's too in bad. Canada. Yeah, that's too bad. He well, also thought Hulk Hogan and Paul Hogan were. I do remember brothers. That. Yeah, brother. Well, that's because Hulk Hogan always said brother, and brother. kind of assume everyone was, except one is Australian. I would say, do you think Rimmer would get angry on the broadcast if he was calling that game? Where like angry. ten? How many minutes were they till they got to the tenth goal in the first period? Thirteen minutes, eighteen seconds. Okay. Do you think Rimmer might have at some point been like, this isn't even hockey. This is ridiculous. Or do you think he would be like, yes, more chances for me to have a goal call. I wonder how he would go on that. Because that's, that's not good hockey no, when I you're think, scoring I think he would enjoy that many it. goals in one period. Now, the other one with the note cards, he probably runs out of cards. Oh, sure. But that's not, yeah, because you only have so many of those How a many day. sayings could you possibly have? You can't. Your team scores seven goals. Yeah. Well, How maybe. many quips can you have written down? Did the guy in Pittsburgh retire yet or no? Because you could just probably listen to what he did and I don't figure know it out. If he retired. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, you may not be able to get a beer at Madison Square Garden. We'll tell you why coming up next. Cowan Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of East Livingston Avenue at Courtright Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And still watching an accident on Cleveland Avenue near Morse Road. Please be careful as cars slow over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Reset your rest at Mattress Firm's Big Spring Sale. Shop top brands today and save up to $700. Plus get a free adjustable base with select purchases. Time to score big savings on your dream bed. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. 
Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Tournament going on. Number five seed St. Mary's up by nine, 48-39 over number 12 VCU. You have St. Mary's? Yeah, that's my, uh, so of my, I have a 14 parlay. I got three of them already done and good. So that's the one I need, just Moneyline, and we'll be uh, off and running today. So that's nice. Halftime in the Battle of Cheddar over at Nationwide. Marquette, the two seed, up on number 15, Vermont, 39-30. to Pittsburgh, Pitt, the 11 seed. The Stakes, as they're known. Pittsburgh Stakes? Yeah, that's right. They're also known as Dave Wanstead's Mustache. They're up on six seed Iowa State, thirteen to two. Oh, good! With about five minutes uh, gone in that game, finals today. Michigan State won by ten. They beat UC, US, USC. Them too. Uh, Baylor beat UC Santa Barbara seventy four fifty six. The three seed Baylor moving on. Looked like Xavier was going to lose the three oh, seed to Kennesaw was, State. It was a big time upset, Bruin. It was they were down fourteen, fifteen, double points. digits. Yeah. Yes, in in the second half, and looked like Kennesaw State was doing whatever the hell they wanted, and then they slowed down dramatically, and Xavier came to play, and they won that game by five. Yeah, that's uh, that was a nice little comeback for Xavier, which I wasn't really rooting for, but it did help me in some of my gambling. I've decided I can gamble the way I want to, and also root against my bets if i have to right i can separate the well, two. you can because you bet reasonably yes you're not putting your mortgage down you're <laughs> betting two dollars on these parlays <laughs> yeah or like i might take advantage sometimes when uh you know if if you sign up for barstool sportsbook they often have you know offers and things like that where you get a little bonus cash so it's nice when you get the bonus cash and you can just use that stuff to then bet on the kind of fun goofy parlays and if they work out great and if not you aren't really necessarily wagering with money that you had anyway it's extra money they give you oh and it's never too early to start talking about the college football season uh buckeyes going to south bend this year they're going to play notre dame of course notre dame was here last season buckeyes won notre dame came out today and announced because it's st patrick's day i guess they want all the irish good karma they can get that when the buckeyes come to visit next year they will wear their green uniform tops okay so green now it's a road game for us i assume we'd be in the white however I know how much you enjoy the color-on-color color action. When UCLA and USC play, you yep. get very aroused. Well, it's, I, because I think it's beautiful, and I think Ohio State and Michigan should always wear scarlet okay. and gray and maize and blue. Well, in the absence of that, I think that Ohio State should take the scarlets with them to oh, South Bend, I'd and then you that. have the green for Notre Dame, you got the scarlet for Ohio State, you have a little Christmas battle. Early a Christmas. A little early Christmas. Or if any of you watched bad Canadian public television, the Red Green Show. What the hell is the Red it Green was a, Show? It was. I it used to be on PBS. I don't know. I think it was Canadian Public Television that they put on here. But it was just a stupid, like, fake show about a supposed lodge up in the middle of Canada where the owner of it was Red Green. That was a guy's name. Is it like sketch comedy? It was. Yeah, it was like a variety show. Except he would come out and do a monologue. His uh, nephew Harold. These are all actors, by the way. <laughs> His nephew Harold was like running the show. I'm from guessing a this board. wasn't edgy humor because it was on PBS. Yeah, it was all. I mean, the guy's key phrase was, "If the women don't find you handsome, they'll at least find you handy." Like it was just stuff like that. It was a lot of dad humor. Keep your, right. He'd always say, "Keep your stick on the ice" at the end of his little show. Like you know, till next time, keep your stick on the ice. Like just stuff like that. 
It was very, it was fine. It was kitschy. I was 10. I thought it was fun. Sounds good. I'll go home and stream it later. Go, go watch the Red Green Show. My you guys. may not be able to get a beer at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So this is such an interesting story. If you've not been paying attention to this. So James Dolan, who is the owner of the Knicks, he introduced some facial recognition technology to Madison Square Garden for, you know, he says safety and a variety of other things. Well, now in the city of New York, they have a, uh, I guess, a liquor license that you have to have to be able to sell beer. It's actually not the city. It's the state, state liquor authority. They've come down and said, if you're going to use facial recognition to, for example, ban attorneys from law firms who have sued you in the past. That's one of the things that has been claimed. They said, well, then we're not going to offer you, among other things, we're not going to give you like state uh, functions that you normally They're would have as a legitimate have business. To have, look, if you're going to ban somebody because they've thrown something onto the playing surface well, that's or they've different. acted inappropriately in your facility, that's different. If you're just refusing entry to people because they were involved in a lawsuit against you or because this was a neighbor that you didn't like, right. that's against the law. You can't do that. Exactly. So they they are saying because we don't support this type of activity, we are withholding your we are we are considering withholding your liquor license when you go to renew it, which, of course, means they wouldn't be able to see, sell beer and alcohol and things like that. At Knicks games and Rangers games, obviously kind of a big deal. So James Dolan, by the way, in his utter brilliance, when he was interviewed about this uh, a couple weeks ago, he said, this isn't going to bother me because I've been sober 29 years. I don't need the liquor. (laughs) Well, there's one guy at these games who's like, "Nah, no, thanks. I don't need it. I run the team. I bring my own. Who needs the millions of dollars that this brings in probably every every other game? I'm I'm, I'm proud of his sobriety, I guess. Congratulations to him. That's not necessarily the best business move, Mr. Billionaire. Anyway, uh, so now him and the State Liquor Authority are feuding and what apparently is happening is I saw this in the one of the New York City magazines that they had posted. Apparently, a guy named Charles Stravalli, who's a former New York Police Department captain, who's a part-time investigator uh, for the State Liquor Authority, noticed in recent weeks that a driver of a black Chevrolet had been following around all day and parked outside of his home and that this man had a camera. Stravalli called the cops. They pulled over the man and apparently, it was James Dolan. <laughs> MSG Entertainment, which is, of course, Madison Square Garden, admitted in a court filing this past week this man was a private investigator hired by James Dolan. Of course. So, of course. you've got now James Dolan, like, ah, no big deal to me. I don't even drink. And then, meanwhile, he's hiring a private investigator to go after the guy who's in charge of, or one of the investigators on the State Liquor Authority. This is, I mean, very petty inside New York stuff, but. I just want to use it to highlight that James Dolan, as much as we talk about how many owners are terrible in sports, never lose sight of the fact that James Dolan is as bad as any owner has ever been in major professional sports in America. He is god-awful as an owner. Uh, You and I have done something for the fine people of Central Ohio, and we have accepted our kudos and thank yous. But now, we want the kudos and thank yous from the entire nation. Well, not just one. We deserve we deserve yeah. those kudos. We, we do deserve it because mm-hmm. yeah. we did something. We brought something back. Yep. I'll tell you what it was, what it is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident causing some delays on Cleveland Avenue near Morse Road. Shooting the clearing stage is fairly soon, but plans to back up. You'll find some slowdowns on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is brought by Indeed.com. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Hey, the fan is your home for the NCAA tournament. Catch coverage of today's games on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. Tournament coverage is sponsored by Byers Volkswagen by the airport. Now, please forget what I just said and don't change the channel. Thank (laughs) you. Keep it in mind this weekend, if you're trying to catch some NCAA tournament action, you're looking around for games, you can't find it. Also, tomorrow, you should know, if you're looking for the women's basketball game, they take on as the three seed, number 14 seed, James Madison, the women's basketball tournament. That is also happening at the shot, but you can hear our coverage of it. Matt Andrews on the call, uh, starting yeah. at, I believe, 115, yeah. 130. But that'll be on, I, that will be on the fan. That'll be on 97.1, the fans. So, Tomorrow, Fan Sports Saturday with Reeser that will lead into that coverage. So we've got it all for you here. And then men's tournament action all on HD2, HD3 all weekend. I will tell you something, buddy. You got a very new, uh, nice new Mustang out there. Oh, thank you. Yes. What are they, metallic blue? Is that the color? Atlas blue, I believe. Atlas blue. Yes. All right. Very fancy. Mr. Worldwide, yep. But uh, every single time I've been out in the parking lot with Matty Andrews, Mm. He is undressing your car with his eyes. Oh, really? Like, he likes your car. Oh, really? So if it's stolen, it's him. <laughs> I'll give him a ride in the car. No, he wants to take it from you. Oh. <laughs> he wants to kill you, you know, and I'll, take your car. You know what I'll do? I mean, this is, I think enough, I'll, I'll tell you now. I'll take him over to Valley Fort. I'll introduce him to my guys over there, and we'll get him a good deal on a he car. He wants your car. Why? He likes I'll, it. Just He can buy one. He's the one calling NCAA basketball games. I'm over here sitting with you <laughs> like a loser. I don't know what that means. This guy's out there calling basketball games. Yeah. He's on the sidelines of football games. Mm-hmm. This guy's in the trenches getting he is. done. He's also a war correspondent. <laughs> he's overseas. He? Is he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I can see. Looks like his leg's blown off. The best thing, though, I will say, Maddie, one of my favorite things about Matt Andrews is in every office, you need a guy who is... Like an out, he's outsized anger guy for things that just happen in offices. So occasionally here, someone will come to our door and this door is not like the door to our part of the radio building. It's not something that we just open for anyone. There's a main desk where visitors are supposed to go and check in. So if somebody like delivering food shows up to this door, if Matt's up there and sees it, he'll scream. At he'll the go to the door and be like, it's the wrong door. It's the wrong, You're door. The wrong door. You got to go around. And they'll be he like, he doesn't open the huh? door. He screams. And he's through like, go the door. around, go around. And then after they're done, he's always like, dumbass God, like he's always so mad. And every I, time I, I come appreciate in, appreciate that his desk is right by the door. Yeah. And so every single time I come in, he gives me his list of grievances. Yes. About what's going wrong. That day. what's going wrong here at the radio station. Well, and sometimes you're looking for that because you've got, you're like, oh, great, I, I match that up with my grievances. I like to know as soon as I walk in the door. Oh, if the printer's broken? And he, pr- you'll yes. find out. Oh, it's printer's broken. 
We got some jabron from Florida Atlantic in one of our studios. <laughs> All of Rothman's crap nice. is in one of the studios. The guy and... seemed very nice, the Florida Atlantic guy. What was I, his name? I, I didn't meet him. Bobby Bowden? Know. Was that his name? I forget. Whoever Bobby it was. Bowden. Your guy. Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dead? I know. Dead. All right. Dead. Dead. Alive. No. Uh, I the don't know. War, the, uh, the country. I was going to say the world. The country owes us a debt of thanks. Um, we worked hard on this show. This is before you started your little health quest, but, uh, well, I've still, we've still talked about it, even though the health quest is happening. Yeah. And don't don't worry. I mean, enough for both of us. Well, don't also worry. I can, I can eat any of this food. I just don't eat it as often or as many of them, but yes, I still eat it. All right. Uh, we wondered aloud angrily why McDonald's had taken away the bagel sandwiches in the morning. And we said we would not rest until we brought them back. Right. Lo and behold, McDonald's Central Ohio brought them back for what they say was a test. We know it was because of us because they told us so. Right. This test went so well, they decided to make a permanent menu item out of them again. And so Mm -hmm. when you go to your local McDonald's now, it has a number. It's there. It's not going away. Bagel sandwiches are back. And you can thank us for that. Yeah, and I we, just and we had that for what it's worth. Where you might think we're just making that up, I'm we not had, making it up. We had messages from McDonald's, yes, sent to Ten TV, not to us. That then went through Ten TV, where then they said, "Hey, McDonald's said to let you know you're welcome." They were tired of hearing from us. Yes, I, I'm convinced they brought it back. They wanted it to fail. Yeah, just to sh- see. This is why we took it away in the first place. You fat idiots! You don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We understand market research. You understand nothing, right? Because you brought it back. You started making them fresh again. The bagels weren't rock hard, right? And Rock Hudson. I mean, I, somebody. So I was when I found out well, they were back. Me, but me you know too, I mean, buddy. Right? <laughs> Anywho, Anywho, they were successful. They kept them. I read yesterday. McDonald's is bringing them back now for the entire country. There we I, go. I'm convinced they looked at this market and said, wait a minute, these idiots in central Ohio, yeah. they're, they're buying these bagels like nobody's business. And every single time I go, I, I have to be that person. I always ask, like, hey, how are these selling for you? Oh, do, I do. Really? I'm that idiot. I'm that idiot who's proud of his offspring. And the bagel sandwich is my offspring. And so I ask the, the workers, hey, how's this selling? And the answer I always get is, it's our best seller. That's See, I know, it would be. I know it would be. I know. You know how I know it's a great seller? Because it's like when I go on the app, it's excluded from all the deals. They, dude, they give away Big Macs on the app. You know what they don't give away? Bagel sandwiches. Go tell me the last time you've seen one as a reward where it's like, here, have a free bagel sandwich. You know why they don't do that? Because they know we'll, we'll pay for well, it. Well, maybe they will now because they're rolling them out nationwide again. Well, maybe. I'm just telling It's going to be permanent across the country. You can thank us. And it's not just the bagel. If you say, I don't care about the bagel. What we've done is the steak went away. The steak was gone. Because when the bagel went away, the steak patty that they put in the bagel also went away. But now you can get that steak on other things. You can get a steak McMuffin. Mm. You can get a steak biscuit if you yes. want to. The steak is available to you again. Right. This, if you, you know don't what? eat pork, you had a problem in and, the morning. And let me tell you right now, that steak was worth the sizzle. We worked. We put a lot of sizzle into that to make it get back. We worked hard. We told everyone. We kept We kept fighting when we would get yelled at, like, it's never going to happen. Shut up. You don't know what you're doing. We no. made it happen. Yeah. I'm convinced that the same people that ran McDonald's were the same people that 
hung out with Anthony Precourt back in the day that were like, you know, they don't need this crew team. They don't need these bagel sandwiches. Same idiocy, and we we shut both those down. Right? Now, we got the crew back. We got the bagels back. We got it all back, baby. We're working. We uh, we've we've heard you loud and clear. We're on to the next challenge. We are attempting to get the snack wrap back. Yes, we're working uh, snack, on that. Snack wrap is on our list. I was never personally a be... snack wrap guy, but I've heard from a lot of you that it you miss it very much. So we're working on it. And I got to tell you right now, I want I want this to be clear with these different restaurants. Don't don't test us. Don't tempt us and don't try <laughs> us. Like threatening them. Well, what I'm saying you is better follow us. I'm saying no, what I'm saying is like Wendy's. I love Wendy's. Local company. We are a big Wendy's fan right, here. Chipple. Get to it. Chipple. If you ever try this with the spicy chicken sandwich, I'm going to, oh, I'm no. going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be what? seeing right. Try this. No. Try the like, whoa, hey. what if it goes away? Choco taco. Maybe no one eats it. And then, and then you get the nationwide freak out. Don't, don't mess with this. It's, you should not have done that. You know, it's, and uh, don't do it. It's what I'm Patrick's telling Day you today. You know, who's another famous Irish person? Long dead author. Who's that? Bram Stoker. Okay. okay. If Wendy's ever took away the spicy chicken sandwich, it would be like the scene on the drawbridge with the pitchforks and the flames oh, and people sure. coming for Dracula. That's what I'm I'm going to Dublin. Bridge Park would be. And I'm going to show them what it's like. Bridge Park would be a, a, engulfed. And I know that you haven't even done this, Wendy's, but I'm just telling you, you better not even think about well, it. Well, I'm just saying, Taco Bell, don't mess with the cheesy gordita crunch. You know people love this. You know it's one of your best ideas ever. Don't try this. Don't try us. Don't mess around with it. Because I can't guarantee that we will throw our weight and support behind any and everything. At some point, we will be on to your ruse if you're going to do this stuff. All right? So McDonald's, I would go to chalk up to stupidity. But if I start seeing other fast food places going, oh, what's that? Whoops-a-daisy. We took away the thing you love. No. I'm not. We're not playing that game over and over and over. I'm, right. I'm seeing through it. Don't we got a lot of visitors us. from out of town. They're here for the tournament action. All the stuff that's going on. Maybe you're listening to us for the first time and you didn't realize. You didn't know. You didn't realize it. You know, in a couple of weeks when you're back in West Lafayette and you're having sex with your goat, when you go to the McDonald's drive-through and the bagel sandwich is back, you're like, "Ha! Huh, that's what the guys in Columbus were talking about." Right. I owe him a dedicated. Be quiet. Yeah. Goat. Right. I'll get back to you in a second. I'm sure there's someone from Culver's that's here, right? You got Marquette is in town. The cheese, I mean, this is a cheese game we got going right now with Vermont. I know that's not the Culver's cheddar, but you know what I'm saying. Vermont has their own cheddar. Vermont has their cheddar. Wisconsin is clearly a dare state. I'm just saying, if someone from Culver's is here, and they're like, oh, maybe we'll just get rid of the, the butter burger. No. Get rid of the butter Don't burger. Don't ever do that. That's never going to happen. Well, if I... I didn't think they'd ever get rid of the bagel cheddar. Vermont has their cheddar. Wisconsin is clearly a dare state. I'm just saying, if someone from Culver's is here, and they're like, oh, maybe we'll just get rid of the, the butter burger. No. Get rid of the butter Don't burger. Don't ever do that. That's never going to happen. Well, I didn't think they'd ever get rid of the bagel sandwiches, Mike. But we live in a reality where we had to fight that battle. So I'm just letting everybody know. Wendy's execs, Culver's execs. If you're if you're here from almost dead Arthur Treacher's and you try to take something away, we will be on you. Just know that. We're watching you. I thought they were dead. There's one left, and I'm trying to revive it. You are? Personally. I'm, I'm doing CPR on it. You know what I'd like to do? As long as we're reviving things. Okay. I would love to put together, you know the, the pop-up restaurants? Yes. Right? Where the hot chicken takeover started like that, where it's 
You have a concept, it's for a limited time, you put it together, people like it, and then maybe it develops into something And then else. eventually maybe it gets its own space, or it gets sure. a food truck, and right. then it becomes and now, a you know, bunch of locations. Hot Chicken Takeover is uh, the bee's knees. Yeah. I know that one still exists in Lancaster, and it's in other states oh. and stuff. Oh, I would like now. to do a Max and Irma's revival. I'm with you. I'd like to find a space where we could revive it, maybe just for a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all the recipes, it's, you know, the burgers and the chocolate chip cookies and the tortilla soup and everything that you probably miss from Max and Irma's because they're not readily available anymore like they used to be. I'd like to bring it back, if only for a weekend. We've got a large space right here in this building. We just have to uh, kick out the TV people for a night. But oh, that's fine. Yeah. Or they can do the newscast, but just know from the parking lot. <laughs> we'll get some tents. Sure. Hey, we do live broadcasts outside under awnings and tents. Why can't the TV people do that once in a while? Maybe this can be our mission. Yeah. To, to, you know, some people march for freedom. That's cute. We are putting all our efforts towards reviving foods well, that we can't get and anymore. And if you, if you get Max and Irma's revived, then I got another one to add to the list. What? Racks, baby. We're oh, getting racks. We're Isn't getting there racks. a rack somewhere, there too? Are, there are. Yes, but they're just, they're kind of like barely hanging on and i need to get racks fully reinvigorated i need racks back in better than ever i got it like mike greenberg used to say back and better and better than ever i need he, that but happening he, but he here. was lying every time i know he was but we're not gonna lie about racks okay i need that big uh what is it the beef bacon cheddar the bbc sure. as we all oh, know we all need the bbc we need the bbc i have some nfl quarterback news for you coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. The north side of I-71 northbound at 17th Avenue. A disabled vehicle blocking the right side. Traffic is stop and go from 670. Keep an eye out for the police and wrecker now on scene. Heavy backups are expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. You know, we were talking about the... Uh... Oh, do you have your thing here? Uh, no, I think I have it uh, next Sunday. All right, anyway. Yeah, thank you. We are talking about the bagel sandwiches and what would happen if your favorite fast food item got taken away. How would that make you feel? And we were responsible for bringing the bagel sandwiches at McDonald's back. Yep. But... I also would like to take credit. You were talking about the spicy chicken sandwich over at Wendy's. I would like to take credit for bringing that to the permanent menu. That's right. You've been in this fight a long time. It goes back to your youth. When I was uh, banging. You weren't even banging. You were pre-banging. I was a young lad. Well, I wanted to bang. Just okay. couldn't find anybody to bang with. Right. So I banged with myself. Like, <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah. I was a nerd who decided to write a letter to Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas. Such a nice thing to hear. Wrote a letter what a, to what him. A, what a wholesome thing to do. About how much I enjoyed the, at that time, limited time offering spicy chicken sandwich. So I wrote him a letter. Uh, he sent me an autographed 8x10 back. Wow. And uh, a nice letter, including saying, thank you for the comments on the spicy chicken sandwich. I love it too. And then gave me a coupon for a free spice chicken sandwich. And I contend that it was that letter that pushed Dave Thomas over the edge. He was on the fence. 
Wasn't sure. Should I put this on the permanent menu? Who is this? Mark Riccardi? <laughs> yes. He's going to do it. Yes, he gonna is going to do it. Gonna do it. One day he's going to do it with a WB star. So wow. I better put this on the permanent menu. The frog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got with the frog. Good for you. Hello, my baby. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Yeah, that's right. I did it with the cartoon frog. Mm-hmm. Good for you. If you could... That's an interesting I don't side topic. It. <laughs> it isn't really. If Do you... Need to? You need to limit this... Okay. ...to... The WB or UPN. Okay. Before the CW existed. So WB or UPN. You could go back in time and do it with any star on one of those shows. Who would it be? Man, I can't even Were think. Were you allowed to watch I, those shows? Well, I mean, we watched on the WB. We, we watched Seventh Heaven. I'm just trying to think of what else. I didn't watch a ton of WB or UPN. Well, I mean, there's, you know, Dawson's Creek. There's Katie Holmes. Oh, sure. Well, you I know, forgot. That's you've right. You've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Sarah Michelle Geller, And you okay. know my thoughts on her. I love any woman that can kick my ass, which is most of them. But you know mm. what I mean. Sure enough. Um, I think those are... Katie Holmes is obviously a great option. Mm. I would probably have to say, though, I am, too, someone who enjoys... A blonde-headed vixen who might have a dark side, and so Buffy Summers. I think I'm. I think I'm going for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Triple H is uh, producing today. He is of a younger generation. Have you ever seen or heard of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I, I can't say I have. Okay, Dawson's haven't Creek. Heard, haven't heard of that. Okay, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh nah. man, I've got one for you. I forgot this show was on the WB. What? The show Felicity. Aired oh, on the WB. That's right. And let me tell you that Carrie Russell was when I was a young lad. When you Carrie were banging. Russell, Carrie Russell got me in a bad way. Now I was a. I this was 1993. Do you remember there was Honey I Shrunk the Kids? You remember that movie, right? Yeah. Rick Moranis. There was a sequel called Honey I Blew, Blew Up, Up the Kid. Kid, and Carrie Russell in that movie was the babysitter of the kid. And then she leads the I don't remember the group that. to go like try she's trying to help get the kid back. Anyway, when I was a young lad, I mean again, in this movie she was in her teens, so mm-hmm. I was like ten. This was nineteen ninety two. Okay. I was ten and I remember there's I feel like there's just a part of the movie where she was in a bathing suit. Nothing nothing, you know, ridiculous just in a bathing suit she was a babysitter i have the, i have the image right here on my computer i remember being a kid and when when i saw carrie russell on the screen i was like that girl is gonna babysit me someday or oh. i hope she is because she is my gal <laughs> i was a big fan of carrie russell so yes now that i know that she was on the wb carrie russell would i'm a be big the fan one. of carrie russell now yeah that's what i'm saying she's still great and she was she was in the Americans, right? Yes, that she was, was her. Okay, she, uh, she married the co-star, Matthew Reese. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they got married, but I know they're together and have a kid. It says they are married oh, as good. of twenty twenty one. Good for them. Mm-hmm. He's By not Irish. He's Welsh. I. You said Welsh. that like I was going to argue the point. I just you know <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. I don't even know who he is. I'm just telling you, he's you know who he is. I mean, I've seen the show, but I don't know anything more about him. Welsh. Okay. Good. And for he's him. one of these Welsh guys. I assume they're all like this that want to have their own separate nation well I, that's what i don't understand cut away they don't they don't want the the, the british <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines from ted lasso when it was just a commercial not a tv show when, when 
Ted Lasso is talking about Gareth Bale, and he's like, yeah, man, he's great. He's from England, right? And he's like, well, Wales. And he's like, Wales? And he's like, is that a different country? He's like, yes and no. And he says, how many countries are in this country? And his, his assistant coach goes, five. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's what I don't know with Wales. Like, I know you're not England, but you are part of Great Britain. No, I've been to Wales. Good. Do you know what the border is at, at, at Wales, the English-Welsh border? No. It's like a guy in a lifeguard chair waving to you. Oh, okay. There's, so just, there's so nothing. It's not like, so you want you want some fences and you want some barbed well, wire? I'm not saying I want anything. Oh, I'm that's just what saying. They want. That's what they want. The guys like uh, Reese Witherspoon. What's his name? Matthew Reese. Right. I forgot. Reese Witherspoon. That's a good joke. I'm glad you liked you, your no, own no. little observation. I have, no, I have a better joke. What's the joke? Did you hear about the actress who got stabbed? Reese um, Witherspoon. No, it was a knife. Thank you. What is the matter with you? Where did you hear that? Yes, yes, I worked it in. I love how proud of it's himself so he is. Stupid. Look at this guy. Yes, where did so you hear stupid. that? I don't know. Somewhere on the internet. I'm just clacking around my brain until just now. Now I spit it out to you. Uh, quarterback news. Gardner Minshew, thank God he is signed with a team. He has agreed to a deal with the Colts. Marcus Mariota is going to the Eagles on a one-year deal. And for those inclined to believe that he's not really retired, Tom Brady officially became a free agent last night. He can talk to any team at any time. Mm. Well, Florio wants you to know. He's talking to the Dolphins. That the Dolphins are in on. <laughs> Man, it will never happen. I don't think. But if if by some miracle of whatever, Tom Brady ends up with the Dolphins, do you know how insufferable? He's already insufferable. Mike Florio is going to be, we're not even going to be able to go near sports for like a month because it's all going to be him just taking victory laps. Mm-hmm. He'll be on every show. You'll flip on Good Morning America. Not even the network he works for. And he'll be on there like, I, I predicted it. Hello? I brokered the deal. It's me. Hi, I'm Mike Florio. I got something right. I'm going to let you know forever. Buy my crappy book that no one wants to read. Meanwhile, Trey Wingo gets something right, and people still treat him like he's got leprosy. Well, no, because they're all mad. He's like, it's not done yet. And it's like, okay, all right. the Jets want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet. The, the Packers, Packers don't want, want him. And want him to be a Jet. They're like, go ahead. We hate you. So They what will did work he have, out the compensation. What did he have wrong other than, yes, the deal's not done, but it's, it's going to happen, which is what he was saying and... You know what? I defend Trey Wingo on this show. I, I do. We don't normally. but No, but I will here. Okay. Troy Aikman reportedly had a rocky relationship with the Monday Night Football production crew. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Keep an eye out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of north side of I-71 northbound after 670. Traffic is stop and go in that area. And you'll find that disabled vehicle has cleared from the right side of the north side of I-71 northbound at 17th Avenue. But traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only an array with fan traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now, at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. T-Bone's going to sell you something. Uh, Mike, the Valley Ford people sold me on the 2022 Mustang that I had on the lot and that I wanted to get. 
I walked in there thinking we were getting something for my wife, and we were. We found a wonderful Ford Explorer for her, had all the things we wanted, and truly got a great deal on that from Valley Ford with their pre-owned cars that they have out on the lot. Plenty of cars, trucks, SUVs there for you to see out at Hilliard Rome Road in 70, easy to find on the west side of town. You can also see all the selection, valleyfordofcolumbus.com. That's where I went to look at some of these cars. So we go out there, we see the Ford Explorer. Our sales guys, Jerry and Christian, took good care of us. And then I'm looking at the Mustangs, and they're sitting there, and I'm going, gosh, I really want a Mustang. My car had 180,000 miles on it. It was time to get a new car. And I'm like, I just don't know about getting a new car. I always like to buy pre-owned cars. And they said, hey, well, right now, this month only, Ford's got a deal, 0% financing for five years. And I said, all right, we're doing it. So I now am driving a fastback Mustang from Valley Ford. You can see the selection at valleyfordofcolumbus.com. And go see my guys, Jerry and Christian out there. They'll take good care of you. Uh, last Friday, it was announced that Monday Night Football on the S Pen is getting a, a new producer and director for next season. Insiders say that uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck, specifically Troy Aikman, I guess, did not have chemistry with the crew this season. He has worked with the same producer for a long time at Fox. He's moving over to a new, new network, and apparently it didn't work out. The insiders also say that it's not like Troy Aikman went to management and said, you must fire these guys. Sure. But his feelings were known, and they decided to make a move. Some people are reading this as Troy Aikman's a diva, and maybe he is. I have no idea. But I just know from doing this job, you can have a perfectly capable producer. It's not to say these people can't do their jobs. But if you don't have personal chemistry with someone, it's tough to work with them on a day-in, day-out basis. I've had that with people who have produced this show in the past. Yeah. Where they've done a perfectly good job, they're fine, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't gel. And it sounds like that was the situation here. Well, the other part of that, I would say, if you think he is exhibiting diva behavior, Troy Aikman, let's, let's remember what's going on in this whole situation. Number one, uh, they've paid him, what was it? 20 plus million dollars a year to go do the broadcast I don't know over there? The, it's a lot. A lot of money. A lot of money to poach him from Fox. And then, of course, Joe Buck has come over, too. They they both are, you know, a part of that broadcast team. But if you're going to pay all that money to have those guys be on your broadcast, of course the guys that you've paid all that money to are going to feel like they. you asked for me to be here. You want me to do what I did at the other place. You want this to be successful here are the things that I want or need for that to happen. Right. And while I'm quite sure Troy Aikman's probably not in a place in life where he's like, yeah, I got to get guys fired. I don't like this guy. I don't like that guy. If they're asking him, hey, man, what would be better? You know, do you think we're thinking about moving on anyway? How do you feel about that? Do you like this guy? Do you want him to stick around? I could see a situation where Troy Aikman's just like, yeah, if you get someone else, it's not going to bother me. You know what I mean? Maybe he wasn't driving it to happen, but maybe if they asked him his opinion, he didn't hold back. And I don't think that's diva behavior. I say the same thing about college athletes who get recruited by 90 schools and then show up on campus now with name, image, and likeness adding to this. And suddenly people are like, why does that guy think he's such hot stuff? He's a college athlete. And it's like, he's a college athlete who's been told his entire life how great he is. And then he's now going to one of the biggest schools in the country and getting millions of dollars. It's like, yeah, we shouldn't be surprised when people act like divas when we treat them like divas. I bet Troy Aikman is the least diva-ish of many people in his circle or whatever. But when you're paid that amount of money to go do a thing, you've got expectations. You've got to be comfortable with the guy you're working with. Yeah, I, get I don't it. think that's diva behavior. 
Uh, it's basketball time. Da, na, 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 na. Here is an update for you. Uh, Marquette is going to beat Vermont over at Nationwide. They're up by 22 with about six minutes left to go in that game. So Marquette, the two seed, will win the Battle of the Cheddar. Mm. Uh, Iowa State is trying to crawl back into this game with Pitt. Pitt. They got about 30 seconds for the half. Pitt is up 30 to 23. But I want to say Pitt started this game. It was 22 to 2. 22 to 2, that's right. Yeah. 22 to 2. And Iowa State has worked it back to just a seven point deficit. Well, that, al- that alone is giving them a chance in the second half. I mean, I'm not a math major, but that. <laughs> That is going to be a much more manageable thing, as long as you don't wear yourself out trying to come back, and then you have nothing in the second half. But, yeah, very much alive in this game suddenly, where I thought it was all over after two minutes. Pitts, the 11 seed, Iowa State, is the 6 seed. Uh, 6 seed, Creighton is up by 4, 28-24 on NC State. They've got about a minute and a half left to go before the half. Finals today, uh, Michigan State won. So another Big Ten team moves on. They beat USC. St. Mary's, the five seed, beats VCU. Baylor, the three seed, beats UC Santa Barbara. Who did UC Santa Barbara have? Uh, what do you was mean? Was it Kenny George? Is that who was on that team? I have no idea. <laughs> huh? Wasn't he a huge mang? Kenny George? I don't. Am I making that up? I don't. I mean, you might be right. I don't remember that person at all. I want to. I, I want to say UC Santa Barbara had a huge giant guy once upon a time. Uh, it does say he it says somewhere between seven seven and seven nine. Was it uh, Kenny George? Kenny George is the guy's name. And, and where did he play? UNC Asheville. Oh, UNC Asheville, not UC Santa Barbara. No, it says UNC Asheville, two thousand six, two thousand eight. I, I got the U and the C right. <laughs> All right, but you know what? I had completely forgot about that go- that guy. When you said Kenny George, I initially thought Kenny Gregory, who used to play at Independence here in town. And then went and played for Kansas and was a very good basketball player. I thought back he in the was day. UC Santa Barbara. That's a, anyway. well, you even remembered his name. I didn't even remember. What's, the dude what's existed. Kenny George doing now? Uh, well, sadly, it looks like in October 2008 had his right foot partly amputated oh. due to a uh, a penicillin resistant staph infection. Oh no! Yeah, that's not good. Um, but let's see. I'm trying to see what he's doing right now. I don't know. It doesn't say. He says he's 37 years old. He's from Chicago. How does a seven seven guy get a regular job? I don't know. I, I would think that would be difficult. Like to you do. walk into the bank and it's like, I'd like to make a deposit. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'll come back later. I've often wondered. I mean, they design these bathroom stalls for people who are like six foot, six foot two, six foot three. You're seven, seven. There's no bathroom stall where you can't have your head sticking out. No, Even if you're right. And, or if you stand at the urinal and it's next to one of those, it's like, hey, man, I promise I'm not looking. I just, this is how tall I am. And I got to get this into the urinal here. So sorry, I'm. Not trying to look over at whatever you're looking at on your phone while you're in there in the can. I'm just, this is where I stand. Number three seed Xavier survives against 14 seed Kennesaw State, 72-67. Xavier was down by 13 points in this game in the second half. I thought for sure they were going to lose this game, but they find a way, they battle back, and they win. Yeah, that was uh, quite the almost upset we saw. And I thought, I, I was almost, I was writing off Xavier all my bets that I'd placed through Barstool Sportsbook. You were very upset. You were very angry. Yeah, I was like, this is over. This is done. Don't even worry about it. That's all over now. And then they came back in stunning fashion and won it. I'm surprised they were able to get that done, but good for Xavier. Not exactly a fan of their head coach, but whatever. Let him live. What's the matter? Sean Miller. Yeah, I know. Not my guy. He's uh, vindicated. Vindicated. He's fine. Yeah. 
Him and Bill Self. Other people went to jail. Everybody's vindicated. Well, Bill Self. Now, Bill Self's got other issues. He's got health issues. But I'm saying Bill Self was, you know, part of the only scandals, too. Yeah. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. And and I hope that Sean Miller found some shirts that don't, that wick away the moisture a little bit better than the last time I saw him, which was sweating it out. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll, 971thefan.com. Which upset yesterday surprised you more? Furman beating Virginia or Princeton beating Arizona? Well, we saw... Well, that's yeah. Furman thing. looked like they were going to win that game, and then they looked like they were going to lose that game, and then they won the game on a fr- freaky play. But it's not like, oh, I didn't think they were going to win, because I did think they were going to win, as you watch that game unfold. Yeah, maybe maybe this is talking about before the game started. Which one were you more likely to pick? I guess, but Princeton, I mean, I thought they were dead. I thought that game was over. Sure. They ended that game on a 9-0 run, and now Arizona dead. Right. I think the way I would say is, before the game, I was much more confident uh, in Arizona to win than I was Virginia just because they've had issues in the past in this tournament, as we famously know, with uh, another UC something or other. Who is that? USMBC.com slash forward slash GoPro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, remember they were the, they were the 16-1. They, they got upset. So I just, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to touch Virginia right yet because of that and only that. But then watching the game, yes, I thought Vermin had a much better chance to beat Virginia than what we saw from Princeton in that game. Michael Jordan is rich. He's about to get richer. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle as clear from the north side of I-71 northbound after 670. Plan on some residual slowdowns and stop and go delays expected on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue, about a 5 to 10 minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print Marketing Services help small business print big. Now get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 415. Visit staples.com slash print big for details. This is your sign to try Staples where your prints are perfect, guaranteed. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Track. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, I always enjoy reading about the problems of rich people, but I also sometimes get frustrated reading about the problems of rich people because they make me scratch my head. Pink Floyd. You are aware of Pink Floyd, the outstanding band that has a five-decade-long multi-platinum recorded music catalog that is one of the most coveted music catalogs out there for people who purchase such things, right? Sure. I mean, it's it's. I'm saying this is one of the things that people would want to have. Dark if Side like, of the Moon, I want to say, is the third or fourth best-selling album of all time. Sure. So it's certainly in the top five. Okay. So you, you may be aware that also the members of Pink Floyd do not all get along. Uh, well, I mean, notably Roger Waters and, and David, David Gilmore. Gilmore. And yes. A lot of people don't get along with Roger Waters. Uh, yes. Because he is he's, a jag off. He's a very problematic human being. Right. Um, so uh, apparently all that being said, there is an offer or has been an offer to purchase $500 million, the rights to their music catalog. However, well, a lot of artists are doing this. Yeah. They're saying, all right, if someone else wants to, you know, we've made our money off of it. We'll make one last big paycheck off of it. 
But now someone else can, for the rest of eternity, do whatever they want. With well, them. right. And a lot of a lot of people, I think Bob Dylan just did this too. Is they get to a certain age, and it's like, well, I'm going to be dead soon, and I don't want my family to have to worry about this, so I'll just give them a big chunk of cash. Yeah, sure. And you don't have to. That way, they don't have to feel like they're in charge of the legacy. They just they get to enjoy the benefits of the legacy. Yeah. They can still be, you know, talk about their their loved ones. Because breaking news, music, Bob but, Dylan yeah. already stinking rich. Well, yeah, of he course. can't spend all that money anyway. But this is now now it's set for his family. They'll have hundreds of millions of dollars. Don't worry about it. Right. So apparently, because of this feud and among other things, uh, they are they are saying this deal that was on the table to buy Pink Floyd's cover uh, their catalog for five hundred million dollars is basically dead. Mm. The surviving band members just cannot get along, according to four different sources close to the situation. Variety is reporting this. Um, but the, there are other sources close to the band that say, no, it's not dead and we'll still figure it out. So when $500 million is at stake, I assume they would figure it out. I mean, I would hope so, right? As much as you may not like each other personally and with good reason, it sounds like given Roger Waters, horrible things he's apparently had to say of late, but that all said, find a way to get the $500 million and then never talk to each other again. Wouldn't that be the way you make that happen? I'm not going to say to you, oh, what do you think our catalog would go for? If we sold what? all the back catalog of this show, you own every well, single episode of Common Man and T-Bone, even going back to when it was called Common Man and Company. We and Common Man and Community. No, that was, no, that was the Russian, that was Russian. Russian. Yeah. What I would say is we would not be able to top any of these artists in quality of product because obviously these albums are... Much more artistically but diverse than we've done. Think about the hours done. that you would have. Well, quantity, we'd have you, though. It's three hours a day, five days a week for the last 11 years on this yeah. show. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you, there's no artist out there that's produced as much content as we have. Theirs is better. That's why they, they worked a long time to produce their hour of content that they would release every so often or 45 minutes of content or whatever those albums were. We give you three hours a day so ours is just more of a volume play but i think we could get a little bit of money for like it. what a couple gift cards at least yeah maybe like to a cinnabon for bagel sandwiches get, yeah bagel sandwich and a cinnabon gift card i think is what we'd get but that's fine i'd take that if it was offered all right best-selling albums of all time i had to look this up okay uh pink floyd is fourth dark side of the moon is fourth um i'm gonna guess a beatles and an elvis is in the top four Am I wrong? You are wrong. Oh, okay. Neither uh, number one best-selling album of all time is Thriller by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, sure. All right. Number two, and I knew this sold a lot of copies. I just didn't realize how many copies it sold. Number two, all time, history of music, ACDC, Back in Black. Really? Yes. That, all that time. time. And I am a huge fan of that album, but I had no idea that was a top two album of all time. Michael Jackson's Thriller sold 51.2 million copies of Thriller. Sure. I believe every bit of that. Back in Black sold 30.1 million. There's the gap from one to two, by the way. Wow. 51 to 30. Yeah. 30.1 million. Third on the list is the Bodyguard soundtrack. Whitney Houston, The Bodyguard. Really? 28.7 million copies of that were sold. That's incredible. I mean, again, 
fantastic works of art. Nothing against any of that. I just had no idea that's what the top five looked like. Then it's Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, then it's the Eagles' Greatest Hits. Also would never have guessed that. The Eagles' Hotel California is the next one. Would have never guessed that. Shania Twain, Come On Over, is next. You're telling me all these albums sold more than the Beatles? Yes. What are we... How? Now, this, is, this is one album, right? No, I know, but I'm saying, how did any... How has any of those, how have any of those albums, I, again, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I'm sure there's a good explanation for that. I just don't understand. It. I'll go down the list until we get to a Beatles. How about go that? Go ahead. Keep going. Shania Twain, Come On Over, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, mm-hmm. the Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack yeah. is next. Then it's Led Zeppelin 4, Michael Jackson, Bad, okay. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. What? Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. Off right. Uh, Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Okay. Celine Dion falling into you. Uh-huh. Adele 21. And then we get to the Beatles 1, which is a compilation is that compilation came out album. in 2000. Yeah. Of their number 1 hits. But I mean, I, the compilation that, album is all the way down there right after Adele. So I'm getting the only thing I'm getting from this is that music really took off in the mid-80s as far as album sales. Like 70s 70s to 80s, right? Yeah. Cuz that seems like perhaps maybe that's why the Beatles album. I just I'm shocked that there is the that, Beatles with their that they, they don't understand those numbers. Is that like a lot of people buying the Beatles stuff? You're buying like LP singles. Well, yeah, true you enough. Know? True enough. That's right. And you know the full albums while they've sold millions of copies, especially as they've been reissued throughout the years. It wasn't the same way people consume music as they did in the seventies and eighties. The way we consume right. music now—that's fair. I mean, if, we're talking, if people couldn't stream Taylor Swift, sure. Yeah. And they—they they, the only way to hear her was on the radio or physically go to a store and buy it. There's no doubt Taylor Swift would be mentioned in there. You're right, right? And, I, and I think that's probably part of it too—is how many people had a CD player in their car in the you know or tape player in the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. So Beatles didn't get that other than eight track, I guess. Where you didn't have like, I'll just pop this record in. Like, listening in your car became a huge thing, and you had little uh, motive. What am I trying to say? I devices don't know what you're trying to say mo- devices that went with you that were easier to I do than it. a record player. That's it. what I'm saying. I have some Bengals news and some Rick Patino is uh, douchebag news. He's not. A, he's not being a douchebag. He's just being himself. <laughs> he, so I have yeah. Rick Patino news. I got How it. about that? Yeah. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some stop and go delays on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Tap those brakes about a 10 minute backup over there. And I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 west split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Jeff Martin Auctioneers. Jeff Martin Auctioneers is hosting a public online auction for McMillan paving and ceiling. Bidding begins to close March 22nd. Featuring paving equipment, skid steers, trucks, trailers, and more. Bid online at jeffmartinauctioneers.com. That's jeffmartinauctioneers.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Good news, Bone. What's that, man? Iona is playing in the NCAA tournament right now. You love Iona. I love Iona. They are the Mm. 13 seed against four-seated UConn. Never Iona root, never rooted for UConn more. Iona than I am right now is up in this game, eighteen to seventeen. Mm. About twelve minutes left to go in the first half. But Iona, if you have forgotten, 
is where Ricky Patino is now. That's 100% correct. Coaching there. Where is Iona? Is it Albany? Is it? Is it? Uh, they're, in, in they're in Albany. It's in New York, yes. But I think, I was talking with Evil Bald Colin about this. I forget where they actually are. But uh, Evil New Bald, Rochelle, New York. Oh, New Rochelle. Thank you. Wherever they're playing, this this game is somewhere in New York, I want to say. I think it's Albany. That's oh, okay. why, this why the dateline says Albany here. All right, all right. So Iona, people were saying, oh, not fair. They get a game. They're the lower seed. UConn has to play in their home state. That's not fair to UConn, which, fine, whatever. Sometimes these seeding things get weird. UConn's a four seed. Iona's a 13. But I believe some people went and worked out, like, UConn's campus location to Albany and I want to say UConn is like two miles closer to Albany than Iona is from wherever they are in New Rochelle either way the point being still kind of a a close game for both of those schools so Rick Pitino kind of gets kissed by the committee on that kiss not like he has to go out west and have none of their fans there you know what I mean but either way uh it wouldn't surprise me if if he finds a way to pull an upset because he's Rick Pitino and I can't stand him, but he finds ways to get it done. Well, he's got his team in the tournament. They are the 13th seed here. He's been linked to other jobs. He's been linked to Georgetown, who is just in the doldrums right now, yeah, and Patrick right. Ewing is gone. St. John's is another job that he was linked to. He says, I'm physically fit and mentally, I think I still have it. But as my wife always says, if you want to make God laugh, make a plan. I think you just take it one year at a time. Now, my desire would be to coach that long, talking about 10 years. You know, really, when, I, when I seek spiritual advice, I do go to Rick Patino to yes. see what he's got to say oh, absolutely. about the divine. You're right. I do look for that. He says, uh, really, the two years I was out of coaching was really the most miserable two years of my life because I missed it so much because I love teaching. I love coaching. I love motivating. I love plowing chicks in an Italian restaurant. He hates people from Greece. Wasn't that where he was coaching, yes, where he, he said did. everybody was smoking cigarettes and he couldn't stand it? <laughs> That's right. Remember that? By the way, I think he coached that, that Greek team to the championship. So There's no doubt he's this guy He's a hell of a coach. basketball coach. We all know he's a hell of a basketball coach. Right, but yeah, he went to Greece because he couldn't find a job here because of all the scandal. And then he's coaching in Greece, and they're just like smoking this heaters is, in, to the, be, in the arena. To be clear, this is what he has said about the experience. I have no knowledge if that's true or not. Well, I don't know if that's gonna, what actually happened. He's not going to lie. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure Rick we could Patino verify if there's smoking a, in Rick Greece. Patino would be 100 percent honest, no matter what. Even though you could easily verify when he's lying, it never caused him problems before, right? Billy Minardi Hall, right? Strippers in the in the in the hall, right there with the dorms. Of course, this guy would never lie, Mike. You're right. He's unimpeachable. Anyway, he was shocked that the Greek people were smoking in the arena during yes. games. Uh, do you think he takes one of these jobs? I mean, he's 70 years old. These schools just want to win, baby. I mean, I, Georgetown has never seen leaner times in their life. Here, here's what I know. If I were him, I wouldn't want, I would love the fact, I'm trying to put my mind in his point of but view. But if you and I were him no, 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 at no. the age of 70, I know that. we'd be at home spending time with our grandkids. I know that. What I'm saying is, this is a guy who loves the limelight, but I wonder if he also loves the control. And anytime you go up even though he's Rick Patino and he's been at the highest levels of college basketball, right? I wonder if he just says, I don't want to deal with what comes with that. I like the fact that no one pays attention to me in Iona, 
But then whenever I want to, I could ring up ESPN and be like, hi, I'm Rick Pitino. And they'll be like, oh, gosh, yes. You want to go on TV? And like he still can get all the attention he wants. But no one. Iona is so glad to have him, even though he is scandal ridden and terrible. I think he doesn't want to deal with whatever scrutiny would come if he goes to a bigger place. But that all said, the bigger jobs are there, and he does love the limelight. So I'm I'm kind of torn on what he will actually do. I guess if I had to bet on it, I would say he stays at Iona and just sees that out. I'm just reading through his resume. I've forgotten. Obviously, Rick Pitino, you know he's one of the greatest of all time. But if you look at the resume, he won a national championship at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Went to three Final Fours there. Uh, went to two t- Final Fours at Kentucky. Won a national title there. Also took Providence to the Final Four. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean he's listen. done it all. He, he didn't do it all in the NBA. He went to the NBA and didn't have much success. He had a couple different stints there. Could you imagine though? I mean, the equivalent of that in basketball. What he did in basketball is, hi, this guy coached Ohio State to three national championship appearances and a national championship, and then went over to Michigan and coached them to two national championships and or two, two, two national championship appearances and another national championship. Yeah. Like just that alone, the fact that he coached at those two schools that hate each other and had success at both is, is quite iconic. I also teased something uh, like 20 minutes ago and I'm stupid and I didn't get to it. The Michael Jordan thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan is reportedly in talks to sell his majority stake in the Chalet-Hone. Mm-hmm. He paid $275 million in 2010. I don't know the exact percentage that he owns, but it's a majority stake. And he, I mean, he's the, when you go to the owner's meetings, if anybody's representing them that is the principal yes, owner, no, he it's is him. the principal owner. He right. is the only minority owner in the NBA. Yeah. But that... that Two hundred and seventy-five. He paid in twenty ten. If the Milwaukee Bucks are being valued at three and a half billion dollars, oh my gosh, which is what they are, because Jimmy and D Haslam just bought into the Bucks. Can you imagine how much money he's going to get back on his two hundred seventy-five million dollar investment? Yeah. Now, when they said they're selling a stake, he's not selling the entire ownership. No, they're they're saying that he would remain a minority partner. Okay, but he will be selling the majority stake. So okay, whoever so he sells else is going to become the, the principal, new owner. principal owner. Okay, yes. so yeah, he's going to make a <laughs> for a guy who already owns a mint. I would presume he is now going to make an even bigger mint. And whatever, good for him. Let him live. Uh, Florida State and Georgia Tech will open the 2024 college football season in Ireland. Thank God it is St. Patrick's Day. But let him live. And uh, your guy, Gianni Infantino, oh yeah, was reelected as FIFA president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, do. We like him? No. Okay. No. Do we like Here, anybody? Here's how. We, here's how we know we don't like him because he wants to be the president of FIFA, and all the corrupt people in FIFA are like, yeah, we're good with that. Like there are other people that would like to run FIFA who are not corrupt, and all the corrupt people go, oh, we couldn't control that dude. We don't like that, and so then. That guy never wins. It, whoever wins in FIFA and becomes the main guy, you can rest assured nine times out of ten, they are corrupt. Is Infantino the guy we made the political ad for? He was, I be, I think that was when he was running for it way back in the day. Yes, yes because the, the candidates he was up against, there was, a, there was a guy, his name was, and I is, assume he's still alive. still is. Actual name, Tokyo Sex Whale mm-hmm. was this guy's name. Let me see and what he's up. Here's the end. Go play the thing. FIFA, the governing body of world football, has been rocked by scandal. As such, there are a lot of candidates running 
to become the president of FIFA. You've probably heard some of their names. Jerome Champagne, David Naked, and Moose Ability. Perhaps you've thought to yourself, Wait, isn't that the name I've used when I've checked into a hotel to have sex with a hooker? Yes, it is. How will big corporate sponsors be able to take FIFA seriously at the negotiating table if they are discussing their multi-billion dollar deals with someone named Tokyo Sex Whale? I'm not sure if that's a great adult bookstore or a terrible children's television show. Let's end the confusion. This election season, vote for a name that sounds like a real name. For a real person. That real name and or person is Michelle Platini. Hello, this is Michelle Platini, and I approve this message even though I am voting for Tokyo Sex Whale. My guy. All right, so was it Gianni Infantino was Michelle Platini? Oh, but Gianni Infantino was in the spot, I believe, didn't we? No, we didn't, we didn't mention, we didn't him. mention him at all. No, we had Moose Ability, oh, David Naked, yeah. Tokyo Sex Whale. I thought he was in there. Okay, either way, Tokyo Sex Whale, for what it's worth, uh, I didn't know this about him. He was actually imprisoned for anti-apartheid activities in South Africa alongside Nelson Mandela. So th- I didn't this know man that was either. This man was He's a been around. Fight. Yeah, he was fighting for freedom. He was doing a lot of good things. So let him live. Too wholesome uh, for FIFA. Well, exactly. He didn't win. That's what I'm talking about. If you're if you're like any type of a good person, they don't want you involved. They no way. So yeah. Not I my guy, sex, Johnny Infantino. I think his official pronunciation is sex wale. I'm sure. <laughs> so but I like sex will. Yeah. But also his real name is not Tokyo. Tokyo is a name he has come by. Like, oh, that's a nickname. Yeah. Cause apparently this is a nickname that was given to him as a child in South Africa because he was a big, uh, he participated in karate. And so they're oh, like, okay. Oh, Hey, what's All up right. Tokyo? Like they just gave him a nickname of that. His real name is Mosima Gabriel sex Wale or sex whale, but I'm not sure how you pronounce it either way. There you go. He uh, is, he was the Minister of Human Settlements in South Africa from May of 2009 to July of 2013. He was succeeded by Connie September. Some good names. <laughs> some Just really some great good names, names here. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, crew and Red Bull. Red Bulls tomorrow. Either one's fine. Take it to the bank. Uh, the crew do what? Take it Wait, to the win? bank. They what? They, they tie. I think they tie or get a win. I, I am very hopeful that they will not lose this game. I think they can go out there, though, and get at least a point on the road, which would be fine. You may see cavity searches at baseball games this season. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Well, Mike, you'll finally get some action. Watch out for an accident on No Bixby Road near Harbor Boulevard. Plan on some slowdowns as things get cleaned up. You'll also find some heavy slowdowns on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still delayed over there. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range of unique looks and exclusive designs for every style in any project. With inventory available today, visit the Columbus Tile Shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the Common Man and T-Bone podcast. It is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Click. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. And sometimes it even works. 
T-Bone's going to tell you about water. Yeah, not water. Going to tell you about my good friends at I'm Valley sorry. Ford. I didn't Columbus. know it was Double Ford Day. Yeah, it's Double Ford Day. Uh, we have the new Mustang sitting in the driveway. It's actually sitting outside the radio station now because I drove here. But yeah, I got a 2022 Mustang sitting in the parking lot. We also have a Ford Explorer that we purchased all from Valley Ford. They took good care of us when we went out there. They have great deals for you now. It is auto show weekend, too, by the way, in case you've missed that. A lot of stuff going on this weekend. A lot of stuff happening in town. The auto show is in town, and they have great deals at Valley Ford of Columbus because of the auto show and just because they love you. They love you, and they want you to come there and buy a car. So you can find out about the five-year, 0% financing on 2022 Mustangs they have at Valley Ford of Columbus. That's the deal I took advantage of. They also have cashback offers on F-150s. They have a lot of F-150s on the lot right now. So go look for your next vehicle, valleyfordofcolumbus.com, on the west side of town, Hilliard Rome Road in 70. You can find them where Roush Ford was. That's now Valley Ford. And you can go see the selection for yourself, valleyfordofcolumbus.com. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Uh, Send in your Twitter tools now. Last chance for that. We are giving away a $100 Popeye's gift card today. Um, yes, which I may are. steal for myself. I understand that. Mike, before you go into whatever you're going to talk about, I saw this festival uh, of the music festival that uh, was tweeted out. See Trent Rosecrans, who covers the Reds. He tweeted about it because it's down in Kentucky in September. Four-day music festival. Let me give you some headliners. And okay. then let me point out some band names that I like that are not headliners, but they're still good. Foo Fighters, Weezer, and Rancid, your Thursday night headliners. Royal Blood on the bill that that particular day. That might be one you want to go see. I know you I like Royal Blood. I don't want to go see anything at this point. But you point. like Royal Blood. I'm not leaving my house. I know, but Royal Blood, good. Foo Fighters, good. Are you a Weezer guy? I can't remember. I like Weezer. I mean, okay. I, I find them to be a touch obnoxious. Obnoxious. That's fine. Obnoxious. Uh, that's more their current stuff where it's like, look how witty we are. And I get it, right. Look yeah. how we can do a thing, Africa, Toto, and sound exactly like the song. Right, right, as opposed to, like, make it your own. Right. I, I don't understand doing cover versions where you sound exactly like the original version. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, Friday night at this thing. Again, this is down in Kentucky, if you want to look it up. Louder Than Life. Tool, Godsmack, and Limp Biscuit. because my high school years have not been replicated enough in the modern music scene, so now I'm just going to go see the bands that caused all that. That's nice. Also, Godsmack, uh, Sully Irma. Yeah, Sully Erna. Ernie, Erna, that's right. Yeah. Uh, very thick Boston accent. Sure. Likes to go play the drums sometimes, too, at the shows. He'd go back there and they'll yeah. do like a drum off. Yeah. Megadeth also on the bill for that one, which I think that's great. Uh, then Saturday, September 23rd, Avenge Sevenfold, Pantera, and Falling in Reverse are your headliners. And then on Sunday, it's Green Day, Queens of the Stone Age, and Turnstile, which... Turnstile is one of those old school bands that's kind of coming back around. A lot of people were influenced by them, so they're getting a lot of push. Here are some of the band names that I thought you might enjoy. One of them, on Sunday, September 24th, you can see Viagra Boys. Nice. That's a good band do name. You, do you know Viagra I've Boys? I've never, never heard of Viagra Boys. Right. I like the name. Hayden, have you heard of uh, Viagra Boys? <laughs> no, I have not. No, but it's I'm actually Rimmer right and his this, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> the Viagra Boys. Watch out. Here they are. Uh, what were the other bands I was going to tell you? There was one called... where? Let me find it. Oh, on the night that Avenged Sevenfold Pantera are there, so is Baby Metal. Nice. Which I hope that is just babies playing heavy metal music, but whatever. Uh, there's another band called Death Clock, which is... I think they were 
if I'm not mistaken, part of an Adult Swim cartoon. I think that's what that's from. Viagra Boys, by the way, are from Sweden. Nice. They are a Swedish punk band. Oh, not what I was... When you said Sweden, I thought definitely like black metal, but no. Punk band. Here's how... uh, Here are their genres according to Wikipedia. Okay. Post-punk, art-punk, dance-punk, garage-punk, and cow-punk. Cowpunk. What the hell is cowpunk? Um, I don't know, but I'm, I'm so ready for cowpunk. Cow Let's punk go listen to some cowpunk. Is a subgenre of punk rock yes. that began in the United Kingdom in Southern California in the late 1970s and early what? 80s. Wait, let's just pause it there. It combines punk rock, new wave with country, folk, and blues. Oh, I'm all in on this. I got to go listen to some Viagra Boys cowpunk. Let's go. By the way, if you're not familiar with subgenres of rock music, it's a lot of fun because you can find that there is a t- there's a type of music for almost anything you can imagine. It's a lot of stupidity is what it is. I know, too. but I still enjoy it when people are like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't listen to that. I listen to like more. That's more pop, pop punk. I like more post punk. And it's like, okay, you still like kind of the same bands. Let's just calm down. Well, let's say I sort of roll my eyes too with the different religions where it's like, ah, we're not this crazy religion. It's like you all bring out the same book. Don't right. you? Yeah, it's like I could never. I'm Episcopalian. I can never talk to a Presbyterian. It's like you couldn't. Why? Why? Not? Why? You're very similar. I mean, I know you're not for like the reasons that you're not Presbyterian. You're Episcopalian, but for the rest of us, it's very similar. That's what we're saying. Um, there's also, and I don't know if I wasn't prepared to see this name on the bill. The Who is playing this show alongside Avenged Sevenfold and Pan- Avenged Sevenfold and Pantera. The, like the the actual Who? No. Uh, the name of the. <laughs> No, the name of this band is, I assume, pronounced Who. They are called The Who. They are, it's spelled H-U. The Who is a Mongolian folk metal band wow. formed in 2019. With Mongolian tra- 2016, sorry. folk metal. With tradition, traditional Mongolian instrumentation, including the Morin Kur, the Tavshur, and the Mongolian throat singing the band calls their style of music Hunu Rock, who inspired by the Hunu, an ancient Mongol Turkish empire known as Hunu in Mongolia. Hunu. Anyway, that's the Who, but not the Who you're thinking of. I think we got to get an the, example of this. The Who spelled differently. You should play it. I, I, I don't know how to play it. I can't. Well, here, look. Triple I'll, H I'll tell can you what. find it. What's the name of the band? This, it, the Who. H-U. The Who. H-U. The Who. The the song that I found, I don't know. Again, they could start off by saying mother effing throat singers outside nationwide arena as they prepare you food. Is that is that a Isn't thing? that the Mongolian barbecue? Oh place? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that BD's <laughs> across the yeah, BD's Mongolia. I don't know if that's still there. It was, right? I think, I it's, think it's still there. I hope it's still there. I always like going to that place. I picked great. up a waitress there once. You did? Yeah, a long time ago. Look at you. When I was banging. <laughs> I picked up a waitress once. I, I, you know did. I, mean? I did pick right. up the waitress. How you doing? She dropped her digits on the receipt. Dropped her digits. Good. That's good for you. You know what? I'm proud of you, buddy. Is that the, that what other bands we have going on? Uh, let me oh, see. Oh, let me do the baseball story. Come on. Oh, well, I didn't know if you had. Come on. I didn't know if we were going to get the who. No, because we got BH searches coming to Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. It's going to be that. like going into prison. You got to spread your cheeks. Major League Baseball informed teams and players yesterday afternoon that its efforts to crack down on pitchers using illegal substances will be enhanced in 2023. Hmm. The enhanced examinations approved by the league's on-field committee 
will entail more detailed inspections by umpires and inspections that occur more often than they have over the past 21 months. I'm telling you, they may have to they're spread gonna, their cheeks. Spread their cheeks, yeah. According to the memo, umpires can focus on suspicious behavior by players that suggests the potential use of foreign substances. For example, if an umpire observes a pitcher attempting to wipe off his hands prior to an inspection, the player may be subject to immediate ejection for violating the rules by attempting to conceal a foreign substance. In addition, catchers will be subject to routine inspections, including checks on their equipment. Clearly, this is not coming out of nowhere. No. They must know that guys are getting around this. Right? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I am guessing that as much as Major League Baseball is trying to fix this, there will always be people who are one step ahead, which is why they have to go deeper and deeper into ways to check for substances and do things. So, Can you imagine Angel Hernandez coming out to the mound saying, <laughs> I got to check in between your butt cheeks. Spread them, son. No. No, I don't you think got pine tar in between your butt cheeks. I don't think I no, will. No, I swear to God, it's just swamp ass. Um, it's not pine tar. A couple other bands that are playing uh, this Louder Than Life festival down in Kentucky. Bob Villain. Good. I, we've talked about Bob I Villain I like Bob before. Villain. That's good. And then, I don't know if I can say their last name of their band, but it rhymes with wussy. It's Mannequin Rhymes with Wussy. That's the name of their band. They're, just, they're a fan of the cats. Mannequin Wussy. Yeah. But not... Not wussy. Mm-hmm. Figure it out yourself. Tool of the week is next. And throat singing from Mongolia. I hope so. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You are going to find some delays out there. An accident on No Bixby Road near Harper Boulevard. Please be careful as they work to get this one clear. And slowdowns expected on Steltzer Road south of Easton Way. An accident there as well. Traffic is beginning to build. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Over the last 50 years, Invisible Fence brand has protected over 3 million pets. Their certified training leads to a 99% success rate, and they even offer a one-year money-back guarantee. Not only is your pet secure, so is your investment. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $100 Popeye's gift card. Come out to their new location at 9980 Johnstown Road in New Albany. $100. Mm. Are you ready? I'm ready, buddy. Uh, Dustin says, my guys. Polyaspartic, baby. Tool of the week from two weeks ago is sadly C.J. Stroud for saying he admires Michael Vick and Deshaun Watson. Might as well add in admiring O.J. Simpson and say you miss watching Chris Benoit wrestle. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know about that, but whatever. I mean, let him live. Chris Benoit, the end. And yeah, O.J. too, I guess. Yeah, let's just throw those guys in. Uh, sure. Corey says, my guys. Fine, fine, fine. My oh, tool yes. of the week is the manager for Team Canada in the WBC for making that poor 19-year-old start against one of the greatest hitting lineups ever assembled. Talk about getting thrown into the deep end. Wow, I didn't you know that You and I happened. are big on the uh, WBC. Yeah, are you watching every game like yep. I am? Yep. Yep, yep. So good. We know exactly what that dude was talking about. Understood it, 100%. Uh, Urban's Lil Meyer says, my guys. I drank the special sauce for him one day. My tool of the week are OSU men's basketball and Ted. I like my Ted like I like my fries, salty. And OSU men's basketball took a lot of that away last week. Ted was extra salty last Monday. Then Ted, because he's on vacation today and cannot see my love of his saltiness. 
We'll make sure he knows. I think Urban's little Meyer is drinking at the bar. I got I got to tell you, too, uh, he's probably listening, Ted is, so he'll hear that you liked his saltiness. Uh, Annie Hockhausen says, my guys. I had my own in my mouth the other day. My tool of the week is Baskin Robbins. I wanted to get a birthday cake from them, checked online for their availability. They want $200 for an 8-inch round cake. Okay. If you were giving out BR gift cards for tool of the week, you'd need two of them just to buy a freaking cake. Is that real? He sent the link to this. $200? It says, celebration party cake. He says it's eight inches round. I can't see it here, but it's $199.99. That, that's, if that is true, that's ridiculous. That is, I don't, I, that, that's bizarre. I don't know why that makes me so angry, but it really does. Uh, Mitch, 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 says my guys. I will rub one on my face. My tool of the week is my brother Dave. He invited me to come visit him in Florida. Then after I got my ticket, he tells me his kids are on spring break and I need to watch them while he works. Cool vacation, bro. Yeah, that's not okay. You can't coerce someone into a vacation and then tell them, actually, it's babysitting. Enjoy. No, that's not fair. Uh, Bubba's cousin says, tool of the week, office pool guy who puts his free or $5 bracket prizes ahead of rooting for a historic upset. I don't care you had Houston winning it all or Arizona in the Final Four. You root for Cinderella upsets, period. Well, T-Bone does that. I mean, not totally. You two bucks on the game and you're rooting for Chalk. What was that? Which one was that last? Last I'm trying to remember. No, because like was, I... Uh, it was uh, Mark Furman. You were rooting against Furman. Oh, yeah, I did. I did do that. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I'll own it. I'm a tool. Uh, and got any gum? Ted's old cereal boxes says... <laughs> My guys. Your tongue has to feel the filling. Sure. My tool of the week is the commissioner of my work bracket pool. They let somebody pick Duke getting beat by Oral Roberts in round one, but put Duke in the Elite Eight. They don't see the issue. Oh. Go straight to jail, then GTH. I mean... Assuming this person they, at work doesn't know how the tournament works. Well, either that or maybe they're saying, yeah, they, they selected Oral Roberts, but then they had Duke on every other line going to the Elite Eight. So maybe they're just saying, we understood what they were doing. They made a mistake. No. Okay, fair enough. Tim Hall's meat slap says, my guys. I've got to find a slot before the end of the night. My tool of the week is both Taco Bell and my DoorDash driver. Driver waited 45 minutes to see if my order was ready, which it was the first five minutes they were there. Then proceeded to put it outside my apartment building instead of at my door. Food was cold and my tacos had no meat, just sour cream. Oh boy, that's just an all-around bad experience Hashtag right there. Hashtag tools. Tools indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel says, my guys. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. My tool of the week is both Common Man and T-Bone for always talking about delicious food. It makes my intermittent fasting period harder. Oh, I'm sorry. But also, that's on you, because you know what we're doing here. Right? Yeah. Uh, Colin says, what's cracking? That nut right there, you hear that? Clapping oh, against God, the maybe. desk right there. My tool of the week is myself for listening to Scotty Vegas and parlaying Virginia into my bracket bets. Should have known better to place a wager on those bums. Hashtag Scotty doesn't know. That is a good reference to the movie Euro Trip. Scotty mm. doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, also, if it makes you feel any better, Scotty Vegas posted a photo of himself today on Twitter where he just had all of his receipts from yesterday, all of his bets that he placed out at Hollywood Casino. 
and all of them were just laying on the ground, and he was passed out on the couch. So, yeah, it didn't look like it was a good night for him yesterday. Sex the wolf puppies, says mm. my guys. Do that whip around cock and blow me away. <laughs> what? what? Don't ask, man. Don't I can't, ask. I, I'm not going to ask. Don't ask. I'm not going to ask. Man and Bone are my tools of last week. They were trying to come up with a name for their powerlifting dating app and completely overlooked Swole Mate. <laughs> That's good. It's That's sitting good. right there. Come on, guys. At Panama Ted, put down the cereal and help. Hashtag just take it. Swolemate is excellent. Swolemate is, that's truly inspired. So thank you, Sex the Wolf Puppies, for that. Uh, no more Fs to give, mm. says my guys. I don't want my meat in a bag. I want it on a dog. My tool of the week has to be Nikki Six. After tweeting he's been sober for 20 years, suggests, quote, maybe alcohol should be illegal in the U.S., end quote. Way to make your demons everyone else's tool, and that's been tried before. Mm. Right. I Hashtag mean. GTH. Yeah. All right. I'll let you live. I mean, I I definitely wouldn't support that. I don't. I'm not pro prohibition. If that makes sense. Oh, he's just he's just proud of his sobriety. Well, be proud of the sobriety. I understand. Don't say it has to all be illegal for everybody else. Uh, Justin Title Esquire says, "My Lulu Lulus." Imagine the the whacking and the slapping sounds that are going to go on. <laughs> Tool of the week are the three houses in my neighborhood that still have their Christmas trees up. Don't make me send my good client, friend, and zoning expert, Lisa Ann Whitmer Wegman. It's Wegman, I think. I don't know. Lisa Ann Whitmer Wegman. Over to pay a visit, GTH. There's yeah. three houses in the neighborhood? That's, Look, I know there are cuckoos, yeah. but three of them? We had I this year was a late one for us. We didn't get to it till the end of January just cuz it was just sitting up and we just kept being busy on the weekends to take it down. But I still can't. I can I I thought we were the only one. I can't believe there are people that are still doing this. We're St. Patty's Day is today. What are you doing? Uh Dutch says, "My guys, he's sticking it right back in and just going all the way out. Just all the way outside the box there." My tool of the week is Tim Hall. For his inability to hear my buddies and I scream his name. And what has he done to deserve these seats? And then he's taken a picture of Timmy Hall at the basketball games today. Well, he has. He has a press credential. Yeah, Tim has the press credential. Uh, you have really excellent seats there, Dutch. Those are nice. Or a camera that can zoom in well. Well, either way, he's not like way up looking over Tim. Dutch. He's looking at Tim's back. First of all, I respect Dutch because he's at the game and still tweets us. This is nice. Yes. And keep screaming at Timmy Hall, please. Yeah, please do. All right, pick a winner. Uh, a lot of good ones. I'm going to probably... Uh, I'm torn between two. I'll go with Sex the Wolf Puppies, though who said uh, we were the tools for last week because we didn't have Swole Mate. So thank you for that suggestion. Good job, Sex the Wolf Puppies. And I'm getting the shot right now. Here it comes. And it's over. Sex the Wolf Puppies gets a $100 Popeyes gift card. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of No Bixby Road near Harbor Boulevard. All lanes have reopened in that area. And still watching some slowdowns on Steltzer Road south of Easton Way. An accident has been cleared from the roadway, but traffic is still backed up as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The double steak grilled cheese burrito is now at Taco Bell. Two servings of grilled marinated steak and a melty three cheese layer inside, plus grilled bubbly cheese on the outside. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation, which may vary. Tax extra. On the NRA with 
fan traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy is off tonight. He is enjoying all the basketball over at Nationwide. But it's going to be Triple H and my guy who was uh, whispering sweet nothings in my wife's ear today. Tyvis <laughs> Powell. Why you got to say it like that? <laughs> Am I lying? I, I definitely was on her good side today. You know, she she really is a nice lady, you know, very too, too nice. nice for me. I wouldn't say that. I think y'all are perfect for each other because we balance each other out. Yes, you do. But see, you can't see that behind closed doors. She's terrible. <laughs> she's just a terrible. Then, you know what? The way she spoke on that phone. She's today, got you fooled. There's absolutely no way that I'll believe it. She she's be, got everybody. She fooled. could be an uh, axe murderer and I would not believe it. She w- she is. I would talk to somebody and say she's there's no murderer. way she did that. Well, Tyvis, see, I've I've met her many times, too, and I've never had the impression that she's horrible. But he tells me all she's the married time. to me. Bro, well, that's the only thing that she has going against her is that because well, everything else she seems great. All right. What do you got coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Do you know? Well, now that I'm in here with the young guys, you know, we're going to we're going to throw this show back a little bit. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about obviously March Madness. I'm going to talk about Pro Day because that's coming up next week for the Buckeyes. So I'm going to give a little bit of experience that I went through. And then lastly, we're going to do a thing where we talk about our favorite athletes in the 80s, which none of us were alive for. Oh, this will be good. Well, so- I, I was. Well, I wasn't when I was talking about us. I was talking about me and the young crew. Back oh, I then. see, I Not, see. Yeah, you know, you you probably like this sixty. So, I know, I know. This is so depressing that <laughs> Tyvis seems like you're you're of our age, but you're like so much younger no, he's than 29 us. Twenty nine years I old. I know this is so depressing. I could be Tyvis's white trash daddy. That's a possibility. That's really a possibility. Yeah, you know you're, what? you're a people, forty. You're forty three now. You know, yeah, people do say that I I could be mixed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing they say that about me too <laughs> by the way i noticed this watching the uh games today like i don't know what i i don't know what age you have to be where you don't feel like this but i'm watching these games and i'm doing the math because you know guys playing in the ncaa tournament are between 17 and 22 for the most part yes. right so i'm 40 i'll be 41 this year no doubt I could have been old enough to be parents of like some of the guys who are playing if I had started off very early. In I have my friends career. that have kids in college. Okay, right. My oldest is 12. So not far away, but still, I started later in life with that. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I look at the parents because they'll show someone hit a shot and you they'll show mom the and dad. And mom and dad look like they're my parents' age. And I'm like, how is it possible? How young are how old were these people when they had these well, kids? Well, maybe they got started late. Yeah. Very late. Or maybe there's a, I think there's a transformation that happens between the ages of 40 and like 55. Okay. Where you almost become another person. I feel like that. Like you, you know, get, I, you get so old, like you look yeah, you just, like you're a different generation I within think so. that quick amount of time. I think I'm so. Only, I'm only 29 and I feel like I've lived three different lives. Hmm. Is that because you have three different families and three different zip codes and we don't we're not supposed to know about this? You're like, are you doing the secret thing where you've got like you fly to a different uh, location? Is this well, the good, did, good, did I let the cat out of the bag? The here? good news for that is that I, you know, when I had kids, I started about the time, you know, you're supposed to start around twenty six, you know. Yeah. So I that's where I started. That's where I was. Now yeah. my, my wife's parents are actually like how you guys are saying. Like they start like they have my my wife at like 35. I was 37 oh, when okay. I had my See, daughter. See, yeah, so like like they're like in 70s, 60s and 70s now. Yeah, see, I was super religious, like waiting until 
we were 28, I think, when we had Viv. They were probably asking what was wrong people with were you. like, are these people ever going to do anything? And it was like, we would no, we're just enjoying some life without kids first. We went on a couple vacations. We had a nice little life going. And then we had money. And then pff, had kids. <laughs> there all that went. No vacation, no life, no money. It goes, it goes fast. There's yeah. positives and negatives to that. Like, you know, you're, you're young. You don't know what you're doing. So it's okay if your life is in chaos when yes. you have kids, right? I was married to my wife for 10 years before we had a kid. So we just had 10 years of just the two of us. Right. So when that kid. Did you have a dog? No. Oh, he's anti. No. Anything in the house like that. You didn't get a hamster? Nothing. (laughs) No pets. Nothing to look after. (laughs) So if your wife went on like vacation without you, like you just. Well, we did everything together. We didn't go on. That's cute. (laughs) That's what I say. It's like, isn't that cute? (laughs) But my point is we were used to answering to no one. Now we have this screaming Yes. Eight pound bundle of joy yeah, in the house. Yeah. After you, 10 years of nothing. Imagine having two daughters. You know, it's a, I get bossed around by three women now. My mm. wife and get my Get used two to it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It just, you know, I thought it'd be fun. Half my kids, daughter. How old's your oldest now? Two. Two, two and okay. a half. Uh, Samantha's six. She came home yesterday and told me that a boy in her class asked her to marry him. And she said, yes. <laughs> So she's engaged. I just wanted to tell you. She's engaged. This is good. So the, uh, Tyvis, the invitations will be going out soon. I'm sure you'll be yeah. invited. The uh, the reception, the wedding ceremony, and the honeymoon, all at Chuck E. Cheese. It's all happening right in the ball pit. So mm-hmm. we're just all going to stay there. It'll be nice. This is good. I, I do like kids have to grow up. I don't know. It's, yeah, right. no, it's, it's the cutest just, thing in the world. They no. make a grown adult decisions at six now. Yeah. Well, she said to me, too, she says, you know, Daddy, if, if you don't like him, then I won't marry him. And I said, well, that's good. You bring him over to the house. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I like so. that. If you need some assistance. You yeah, know, he's going to. I've been in the gym lately. If you need some intimidation, <laughs> I'll be there. I hope I can intimidate a six-year-old at this point in my life. <laughs> you know, kids are, these kids are fearless nowadays. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but in case you didn't see it, YouTube TV has added the multi-view feature to their system. So if you have YouTube TV, last night was the first night it rolled out where you could watch four tournament games at once and they just picked the games but of course it was the four that were on they put them in the little quad box setup and then you could just scroll through to whichever game you wanted to watch i bring this up because youtube tv has added nfl sunday ticket that will debut this coming football season in 2023 and this is apparently going to be a feature of sunday ticket they didn't say this officially today but they did say They are rolling out the feature, not to just a limited group like they did last night. Tonight, if you want to watch YouTube TV, if you have it, everyone should have access to this uh, quad box multi-view thing. They then tweeted out, and we're excited to roll this out later on when football season comes around. So they are making it fairly well known that this will be a part of Sunday Ticket when when all that debuts. So uh, be prepared to watch four NFL games at once on one screen. I like that. Two big hours of the Buckeye Show. Jackets time coming up at 9.30 from Anaheim. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to keep an eye out for right now. You'll find the north outer belt to 270 eastbound between US 23 and I-71. Traffic is slow in that area, and traffic is just crawling along on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is by Jackson Hewitt for your guarantee free fund and 50% off tax wraps with 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing participating locations. Next value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. It's a fan action update. The night session of the NCAA tournament kicks off this hour. Download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com and start making your bets today. Purdue tips off at 6.50 and they are a 23-point favorite over Fairleigh Dickinson. And then late tonight, it's Indiana taking on Kent State. Kent State is plus 165 on the money line to knock off Indiana and a four-and-a-half point underdog. For your Superbook Sports action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Hey, from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.